So many things have ruined my childhood So I go online to bitch and cry It feels like all of Hollywood is up against me They even made Optimus Fly New versions of what I grew up with Are being remade, rebooted and retried My adolescence is under attack now I think that a part of me has died Aliens, uh -huh, uh -huh. Predators, uh -huh, uh -huh. Marvel, uh -huh, uh -huh. DC, uh -huh, uh -huh. maybe it doesn't all quite stay. Okay, well, except maybe for that Jar Jar Binks. Could it be I've misunderstood? This podcast ruined my childhood. Hello everyone and welcome to this podcast, Ruin My Childhood. I'm Phil Derasmo and with me this week is Mr. Brad Jost joining us again on the podcast. Brad, how's it going? Hey, thanks for having me back. It's uh, it's going well. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to chat about this. I feel like, uh, I, you know, it's not often, and I don't know if I said this last time, but it's not often that I get to like branch outside of Jurassic and the fact that you've, you've we've, we've chatted about a few different things outside of that. I'm like, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, people can see a different side. <laughs> right. Of course, we had you on the Jurassic episodes. And when Dominion comes out, I'm going to ask you to come back again. But I really love having you on some of these other shows because you are a horror fan, just like I am. And the last show we did together was Army of the Dead, right? Or did we do another uh, between yeah. them? No, I think that was it. Yeah. That was the last one. Yeah. Yeah. So our, we, we had our zombie talk. And this time we're going to be talking about a... Gosh, a really interesting footnote in the annals of horror. <laughs> what we're going to be talking about, everybody, is House of Wax. Is anybody? No, nobody. Hello? I don't think anyone's here. Hey, who's that House of Wax? It is wax. Literally. This is weird. Looks like a hell of a party. Look how detailed this is. Tell me this doesn't look real. You're saying that that's a real person underneath? They're all wax, everyone. Now, House of Wax is a film that came out originally in 1953 uh, with the incomparable Mr. Vincent Price. The movie, though, was actually a remake itself. So us talking about the 1953 film House of Wax is ruining somebody else's childhood because it was a 1930, <laughs> 1933 film called Mystery of the Wax Museum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's crazy, right? I, I didn't even realize they were making horror remakes back in the 50s but yeah they were i had no idea and um that was that was a surprise to me i didn't realize it was also based off something else you yeah. know these days when you have you can like research so much but when you originally see things you're like ah, i have no idea yeah yeah for sure and and something really cool about the original well the 1953 house of wax is that it was the first 3d feature film released in color yeah 
I that is one thing that I had no idea that 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 was you know apparently a thing. But looking back on the film and realizing like that fact, I'm like, oh, okay, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. You can definitely <laughs> see some of yeah. the tricks they were trying to employ. I there was like many moments where I'm like. What is this like some sort of 3D effect? Like, what are they doing? Like, what's happening here? This is so weird. Why is this thing happening? Like, specifically, it was that, um, I don't know what you call it, but that pa- the paddle ball thing with the ball, yeah. uh, the bouncy yep. ball thing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is going on for so long. Way too long. Here she is, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, Little Egypt, or is she flesh and blood? See the world in wax, the Hall of Fame, the Chamber of Horrors, a cultural exhibition that will enlighten you. You know, I think I could do that. Oh, really, you couldn't. I could, too, if I took my stays off. Don't do that and don't talk that way. Watch it, young lady. Careful, sir. Keep your head down or I'll tap you on the chin. Look out. Duck. Wow, that's a becoming hat you're wearing, madam. I wonder if I can clip a flower off it. Hold steady now, don't move your head, or you'll lose the powder off your nose. Well, there's someone with a bag of popcorn. Close your mouth, it's the bag I'm aiming at, not your tonsils. Here she comes. Well, look at that, it's in the bag. See the lovely sinners of ancient times, ladies and gentlemen, beauties who died in torture and on the block. It, it was interesting the way that they used the trick when you really look back at it now. Because it wasn't yeah. overbearing, but in the where it was used, it was overbearing. <laughs> yeah, there was like, if um, that makes sense. yeah, oh, absolutely. Like I said, with that that paddleball thing, it was like, mm-hmm. okay, like oh, let's move on to the the next thing. How many times are we gonna, you know, hit this thing right at your face? And then, uh, and then there was also like some dancing scenes and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it was used well. Probably, I'm, I'm sure. I can't imagine what it was like you know back in the 50s to sure to have sure. some have an effect like that because um i'm still you know i still kind of I, I still like that effect these days and you know now we've kind of like moved away from that as a 3d effect is like let's throw things at your face but we don't necessarily do that all the time anymore it's mostly just like hey let's take in this cool scenery and surroundings in, right in more depth um but you know it's always fun to kind of have something thrown at your face too. Mm-hmm, for sure. Well, it's funny you say nowadays, it's really just the scenery, but back mm-hmm. in the actual remake of house of wax, um, that was like the heyday of 3d. And I'm surprised house of wax wasn't in 3d in 2005. You know, yeah, there were, there were a lot of horror movies that were coming out around that time that were 3d. Yeah. What was the, um, the uh jensen eccles one what was it was my bloody valentine oh my bloody valentine yeah that's the one Mm -hmm. i i and and i remember seeing that in in theaters and being kind of blown away (laughs) with how how awesome it looked in you know in person and and i remember having that same thought that i have nowadays where it's like oh by the end of the film you kind of forget that you're you're watching a 3d movie you know right but yeah it's it's always cool so yeah we're going to talk about the 2005 house of wax and and I I think, you know, Brad, when we weren't really around as children in 1953, but growing up, mm-hmm. I got into horror in the early, as we've talked before, in the early teens, maybe 11, 12, and then early teens. And mm-hmm. I, I just was gobbling up content. 
And so the original House of Wax is one of the films that I remember seeing probably 13 or 14 and really, really enjoying it. Um, and, and I don't remember the corny, cheesy paddle ball and some of the, you know, like you said, the dancing, the twirling and things like that. I didn't remember that being off-putting, although <laughs> watching it again now, it's kind of off-putting. But back then I was like just amazed with the story that they were telling. And I was completely enthralled in Vincent Price's character and how well yeah. he was playing it. And, you know, back then, I think I probably watched House of Wax because I became a Vincent Price fan. You know, it wasn't. I just put sure. on House of Wax. I think I was watching other Vincent Price horror movies and was like, oh, let's check out House of Wax. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, yeah, I got to say that that original one, um, is, is just really legit. You know, sometimes when you, when you go back and watch an older movie, you, you never know. You never know really what you're going to get. If you're going to, if you're going to be like stu- uh, too stuck in like today's time frame and like, ah, I don't really appreciate that older film or whatnot. But this one, I was like, oh, this is pretty legit. Like, it's very different, which I'm sure we'll talk about. But like, mm-hmm. <laughs> in its own merits, it's like really, really good. And I, I, uh, I thought that was awesome. And yeah, he killed it. He was super like charismatic, and mm-hmm. um, also creepy. You know, yep. Yep. <laughs> that's, as he does that's so well. The case. Yeah, as, that's always the case. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that we've had an actor like him in in the horror genre. I mean, there have been others that have. Well, since that time, I should say, because there was Bella and and mm-hmm. and him and, you know, uh, quite a few others during that time in the heyday of the 50s, 60s horror. But nowadays, yeah. it's it's hard to really pin down a specific person who is as great of an actor as they were. That's just in horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. And and to look back at like reviews, people were reviewing uh, the 53 version and just saying like, Oh, you know, it was a little disappointing and they're trying too much to do all that flashy stuff, uh, with the, I guess with the 3d and and the sound and whatnot, um, that, you know, didn't really even cross my mind at all. Like I Mm -hmm. I was literally just thinking about like, how cool is this movie? It really fits within a lot of those old horror films that I love, you know, from even earlier than that. Um, and, uh, there was, there was, let me find this one review. Cause it, it uh it made me laugh really hard. Um, as you looking as you're looking that up, I'll I'll say that something that I found really interesting when I was doing research on this film today is that in 2014 it was deemed culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant by the Library of Congress, and was selected for preservation in the Nat- National Film Registry, which is pretty big. Wow, you know, and it, and it's because of the 3D, the color, the stereo vision, the sound, stereophonic sound. I mean, everything that they did with this film, it was kind of like a first. Mm-hmm. And even though the movie was was panned a little bit, or not necessarily panned, but wasn't highly regarded in 1953, um, you can see that it did have an impact on films that came after. Yeah, now, I can't find this quote at all. <laughs> it's gone. It's lost the time. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, I was surprised, though, to find that people were kind of negative on it. Um, but um, I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's kind of that thing about uh, the remake. You know, I think that we, we always do that these days, right? It's like a, a movie's remade and, and literally, you know, as as we're recording this, pictures are coming out of like the, uh, you know, an upcoming Wonka movie and people are like, mm-hmm. oh, come on. Like, you know, it's just already <laughs> it's starting and it's literally just like a picture or two on the Internet. Yeah. But like, you know, maybe that's the case. Maybe it was kind of a bit of that because 
as far as I know, it looks like the uh, mystery of the of the wax museum is like spot. You know, it's it's literally like it seems like it's like frame for frame, like a, a complete remake. Remake, yeah, 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 like completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to to move ahead, you said like movies of today. Um, let's get into the 2005, and then we can compare and contrast as we talk through it. But yeah, in 2005 they were riding high on the horror um like the horror was a big thing again in the late 90s and they they leaned into the gosh how do i even say it right they leaned into the hick the deliverance <laughs> the uh yeah. hills have eyes like they they really were going to say our audience likes these movies right now their texas chainsaw had a remake yeah. All of these movies of of Hicks cutting up people. Let's do that with this movie. Yeah, I guess it's it's like it just made people uncomfortable, right? And and, mm-hmm. and you know, I think any time that you're you're in an area that's uh not not necessarily uncharted, but it's like off the grid a little bit and, and right. you're unfamiliar with the territory. It's just it's terrifying no matter who the person is. But right. it's definitely it's definitely a an image for sure that, mm-hmm. that could creep you up. Yep, yep. I mean, there there were a lot that came out around this time. Jeepers Creepers. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jeepers Creepers is awesome. Wrong Turn. Oh, I love that. Yeah, oh, Jeepers Creepers. The original is really good. Yeah, um, yeah. Wrong Turn, the original of that was really good too, and that's the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or in my opinion, it was good. I didn't see the remake of that, but that is something eventually to talk through on this show, I bet. Um, <laughs> but so House of Wax came out in 2005, and they were kind of riding... Or they brought in stars that they knew <laughs> they didn't have to pay a lot of money for, but were popular at the time. Seriously, so, like it's it's like a, a who's who of literally like two thousand five to two thousands. It's it's quite hilarious. Yeah, yeah Chad Michael Murray <laughs> from the OC, right? And then Paris know, Hilton, from, who uh, was from, like um, huge at that point. Yeah, Chad was from um, One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. Um, okay, yeah, they're yeah, all the same. And, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Once you, so that, but those are shows that, like, in my my you know time, I was like all about. All right, let's watch One Tree Hill. Let's watch and uh, Supernatural. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I, I love think that, Supernatural. I I I don't know if this came out the. Ex- oh, it actually might have come out a little bit later, but um, still, it was like that that time frame where you're like, these are all the the teen heartthrobs, I guess, in a way where mm-hmm. you know the, the, everybody loves these people, so why not go see them? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this movie came out, um, gosh, when was the release? I want to say I saw it after seeing the pilot of Supernatural, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay. That's what I that's what I wanted to look at, because it, it says 2005 that Supernatural came out. So that's probably the same thing for me. I was like, all right, I, I, I love Supernatural. I got to go see this uh, One Tree Hill. I'm into that. Let's go see it, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, and and what's funny, not to go into Supernatural, but Paris Hilton was a guest star on Supernatural, aired in two thousand nine, and it was an Ooh. episode called Fallen Idols, okay. season five, episode five, and there's a reference to this movie in that Supernatural episode. Wow, I definitely still like still don't remember it. <laughs> now that I'm looking on IMDb and I see the pictures and the that. synopsis, I do remember because the synopsis is that. Uh, they go to a small town where people are murdered by famous dead icons, and it turns out that there's some kind of like spell or something in this museum. 
with wax figures. And so Paris Hilton's in it. And she plays herself as a wax figure. I love that show and all the weird places it goes. So Mm -hmm. uh, I gotta, I gotta read it. Especially when they get meta on themselves. I really like those ones. It's yeah. It's like the only show that could really like get away with it that well. Mm hmm. It's kind of crazy that Supernatural literally just ended like, you know, oh, I know. last year or whenever that was like, it's, you know, it's mm-hmm. still relevant. Yeah, I, I loved Supernatural, like, even when it got weird in the middle <laughs> and the end. I still loved it. Always but, love it. Um, but yeah, so Eliza Cush- Cuthbert, right? She was yeah. from Alicia Cuthbert, however you say her name. She uh, was yeah, from 24. <laughs> yep, yep. Another um, one. And I that might have been it for like the main the main stars that you'd know, but I mean, there's yeah, four of them right out of the gate. They didn't have to pay him a lot of money and they put them in this horror yeah. movie to, to all almost all get killed. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. When I'm, you're looking at Paris Hilton in, in this movie and you're like, okay, I know what a role is. Like, I know, yep. <laughs> I know what's going to happen here. Um, you know, so I don't know if she had had any, uh, acting. I know you mentioned uh, supernatural, but like, yeah, I don't know what else, um, you know, outside of, of, of these, you know, two horror things, but, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know either. I I know I don't know if her show was popular yet or she got her show after that. Yeah, but, pro- I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess you can probably consider that acting too, right? I mean, it's a reality show. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, but it wasn't real, right? They no, they no. really they really were like over the top versions of themselves. Yeah, yeah supposedly (laughs) but um but getting back to the movie so it it did come out in a time where that this type of film this type of like backwoods getting lost like you said kind of middle of nowhere uneasy feeling it was very popular and i don't know what it was about it but i saw this movie in the theaters in 2005 and i loved it even though I knew that the original House of Wax was way better and this was a cheap play at just getting to people like me who love these types of movies, I was all in. How, how did you feel about it? Oh, I definitely loved it. Um, and I was all in, you know, around this time period as well with with all the different uh, horror films that came out then. And and this is no different. I mean, it it's a, it's a bit predictable in, in, in the way, but like, it's terrifying to me. Like I, I still, you know, I refreshed and I watched it again and I'm like, mm-hmm. this is still like still pretty messed up and uh, awesome. So I was yeah. into it back then. I, I loved it in the theater as well. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a movie that I, I don't revisit too often, but probably every like five years or so I'll throw it on and I still get goosebumps. Like, I was just downstairs uh, in my house watching like a couple of the quick death scenes again, just to like (laughs) refresh my memory. And my wife said, what are you, what are you recording about again tonight? And I said, house of wax. She said that movie terrified me. And she's a couple, you know, she's a a little bit younger than me. And she was gosh, when in 2005, when this was out, I was, I don't, I don't even know how old I am right now. I was 24. (laughs) So she was 18, 19. So like understandable yeah. that terrified an 18 year old i get it yep um that was me too <laughs> so i i don't know though something about it i just every couple years i'll revisit and remember what jared padalecki Padale- yeah padalecki looked like when he was that young <laughs> before he was walker texas oh, ranger yeah yeah that's true um 
I, I, and you remember, or I remember you just said, uh, you didn't revisit a lot. Uh, but like, I, I feel like I, I watched this one a lot, like at home after the mm-hmm. fact. And when I revisited again, I was like, Oh my God, I totally forgot. Like, how much I, I rewatched this and hmm. uh and i was like oh yeah I, I barely even needed to rewatch it i just needed to refresh <laughs> my memory because I, I remembered so much of it yeah i when i first got the dvd in either 2005 or 6 when it came out i did have it on pretty steady repeat like it once a month once every other month i would throw it in yeah. and it's just kind of fallen to the wayside over the past couple of years where i would probably say truly maybe it's twice in the past 10 years, maybe three times in the past 10 years. So I don't revisit it as much as I should because it is actually a pretty good movie. Um, the acting mm-hmm. is what you expect, but the actual horror elements, once you get to the halfway point in the movie, they just kind of keep coming and keep coming. And they're all really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, spoiler alert to everybody out there, Jared Padalecki is one of the first people that gets it. <sighs> And the scene showing him becoming a wax figure is burned in my memory. Like I, that is (laughs) something about this film. I will never forget. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think, you know, and that's certainly where this movie differs from, uh, from the original. Uh, (laughs) It's like, it it never, it never gets that dark. You know, it it has dark elements and, and there's, you know, standard, like uh, I'm going to kill you to, to, to make you into a wax figure but like this movie goes into it you know like it actually shows all the processes and 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 the the after you know effects of that like Mm -hmm. literally that moment where like he's like his face peeling and like that is just that now that's something that is like seared in my memory Mm -hmm. it's just like the the machete it's just yeah and it's so horrifying of like when when these people that are are getting picked off that they're like the 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 people that are like kind of witnessing it are like i'm so sorry oh my god i'm so sorry i'm so sorry like they thought they had their friend right there and then Mm -hmm. they literally are just like tearing them apart it's the one guy's head like falls off (laughs) yep yep oh man it is brutal it's brutal, but you you brought a good, up a good point that the original wasn't really a, as dark, and understandably, it it couldn't be back then. Yeah. But it was dark in its own way because you just, without having to see the process, knowing what he's doing to get mm-hmm. revenge, is terrifying in its own. Um, yeah. Well, the, can we that, can we just talk about how that guy? I forget what the guy's name was, but like, there's a guy in the beginning of that that original where like. He's just like, hey, I got a crazy idea. Let's burn this place down. And he literally just starts doing it. You ever thought of what would happen if we had a fire here? In the cellar, there's six barrels of wax. Wax has a paraffin base. It's highly inflammable. This whole place would go up like a paint factory. Burn? Burn all my people? Do you think I'm a murderer? Oh, stop dreaming, will you? These dummies are insured for $25,000. That's $12,500 for each of us. All you have to do is to strike a match. And the thing is done. Like, yep. he, he's, there's no hesitation. He just starts <laughs> doing. He's like, I don't care. I'm gonna just kill this dude and mm-hmm. burn him in this this building Burke. alive. Like whatever, you know. Like 
it just Burke so... was his name. He he just he wanted <laughs> out of that partnership. He didn't see it going anywhere, and he just he was done. Yeah. And he just like on a dime, right? He's like, I, I want out of this, and then poof, lights the lights one person on fire, and then they just start fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like oh, I, I thought you were going to do this at another date in time, like not literally. I didn't think you were going to be lighting matches right now, and and, and like, I thought I had some time to think about it, but no, mm-hmm. apparently not. But this, yeah. The storylines are so drastically different. There's like little elements that are the same. So mm-hmm. and it's cool when you see those little nods, you're like, oh, oh, that's, you know, that's the face part where like, you know, the face is sculpted and, and stuff right. like that. But like, but like at least the um, the the wax figures in this movie are in the 2005 one are, are way creepier overall. You know? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I, so what are the homages that you recognize in the film? Because I, I only recognize a few. One, the guy's name is Vincent, right? There's the two oh, chairs, yeah. the two um, high chairs from the very beginning of the newer version where the one kid is just sitting there happy as a clam eating his Cheerios. And then they carry in the other kid kicking and screaming and duct tape him to the chair, um, which is terrifying and and scary and sad um yeah yeah but one of the two names is vincent obviously in homage to vincent price Mm -hmm. uh and then i there's another scene where um the guy who always had the video camera i forget his name now but he Mm -hmm. is beheaded and that's supposed to be kind of referencing the Anne Boleyn beheading that's part of the historical acts uh from the original Uh yeah that makes sense um, yeah, the one that I just mentioned was was literally like uh, I I forget which guy it was in in the new movie, but you know the the guy that's like the big brute. He mm-hmm. you know has the 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 wax face and and right. literally that's the same thing that happens to uh, Vincent Price. And you're like, right. you know, you you see this this scarred monster guy like running around the city there, and you're like, that's I mean that's him, right? That's definitely him, obviously. But then like you see him later, and you're like. Oh, I mean, he looks perfectly fine. Like maybe, maybe it wasn't him, <laughs> but like, yeah, you're like, I think somebody like hits the mask or whatever, and it just like mm-hmm. breaks apart, and the monsters yep. underneath. Um, there was another one that I, I can't remember what it was off the top of my head right now, but I remember seeing another one where I was like, oh, that that was definitely a reference. Yeah, there there are a few, few and far between, but they're there, and that's where sometimes these movies do a really good job of keeping it subtle, and that's mm-hmm. one of the things that this House of Wax did. There are only a few references. But they're in there, and they're in there tastefully. Yeah, I mean, maybe the fire aspect could, yeah, be, could yeah. be a little reference. Burning the house of wax to the ground. Yeah. Which, again, going right to the end, it was amazing to me. I didn't see it coming, but it was amazing to me that the actual house of wax was a true house of wax. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cool to me. Watching it just melt around them as the fire that... was blazing was so, such an awesome visual. Yeah, that is is very terrifying because like they're literally trying to step their way through every you know go upstairs. I think um, mm-hmm. the brother is like trying to walk his way upstairs and like he's just sunk deep into it. And you're like, well, yeah. I th- I guess he's probably getting buried alive in here. <laughs> um, I couldn't help but think like. Uh, you know, I didn't want to, but like sometimes I'm like, well, this is how realistic is this? When like anytime I touch some wax, you know, in a candle mm-hmm. over here, like I, 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 I go with the temptation. I sometimes I put my finger in there and it burns and it's hot, you know. Yep. So how hot is this place? <laughs> that they're, they're they're fine. Like they're able to just walk right, like dig their way right out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
yeah but it's, it's it's a terrifying image overall like it's like it, it becomes like a a magma pit it's just like a right. pit of lava just like it's terrifying you know mm-hmm. yep yep the, that's another cool aspect of this film and the original is that the house of wax was its own character in in each film uh more so i think in this one because it was made to be like an old house and it was uh, sculpted really, really beautifully. And then when you see the house start to melt, like those touches on the banister or the table that was a, a really nice dining room table just starts melting. And it's <laughs> very cool. Or the piano, right? The piano started melting. That was really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. So the the House of Wax was its own character. Um, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I I don't know if maybe the original even had better portrayal of like the figures burning in a way. Like I remember that being like a pretty cool image, mm-hmm. but but um, I, yeah. you know, I I didn't I didn't necessarily feel like there were humans under <laughs> under the original <laughs> ones, but like with this movie, it, it it doesn't. I don't know the 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 original one like they the wax figures looked very real like they looked like lifelike in this in the in the 2005 it's like there's something odd about them and you mm-hmm. you just look at them and you're like oh, this this is weird like this yep i don't know what's going on here but like definitely looks like there's humans in there <laughs> yep for sure especially when they first go into when uh alesha's character carly and mm-hmm. jared's character wade first go into the house of wax and they go yeah. to the dining room table the one of the figures looks like a wax character, but the guy that's sitting at the other end that you see like his back when they walk in the room, when yeah. they show the front of him, he he looks like a dude that just has like the the thinnest layer of wax over his face. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, very, and very fact, haunting. The fact that these people are like, oh, well, so I guess I think maybe just Jared, like, but, you know, uh, they're alive, kind of, yeah. they're like alive in there. And it's mm-hmm. like. Oh, it's just so brutal. So brutal, yeah. you know? Yeah, you because of what they did to Jared, you assume that's what they did to all of them, right? They they're not alive anymore, but they were yeah, yeah. when they were put on under wax. Yeah, and it's, and yeah, it makes it it makes it much more traumatizing, you know, anytime a, a limb falls off and you see mm-hmm. the the inside of the limb, it's like, "Oh yep. my god." Like Yeah. And then and then like one the, the you know, and uh because it's not just the house that's terrifying it's literally the entire town yeah and uh, right. i think i think like one of the best set pieces which I, i'm probably jumping ahead but like that movie theater is mm-hmm. is such an incredible set piece um yeah. it's it's horrifying every aspect of it and just thinking about probably all these people you know just placed in these this theater room and you know for how long did they get to just watch some film on a screen until they died like right it's it's messed up yeah yeah Ugh, i didn't even really think of that but you're right <laughs> <laughs> sorry man no no that's that's just another creepy aspect yeah. um man that's i i gotta chill thanks <laughs> <laughs> I, I you know what i find really funny though about the major differences between these two the original and this one is that the way that the woman figures out that they're real people and and corpses Mm -hmm. in the original she pulls back the wig of one of them and sees blonde hair underneath and she yeah screams (laughs) nothing moves she she can't really tell but oh it's blonde hair underneath therefore that's my friend Mm -hmm. and so she shrieks and 
Um, in this one, the guy goes up and sees Jared playing the piano or sitting at the piano and touches his cheek. And of course the wax pushes it in and then his eyes move. And that's, that's way more creepy. <laughs> yeah. 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 The other one is just like, Hey, that, I think that looks like my friend, yeah. <laughs> but this one is your friend and mm-hmm. it's messed up as all hell. It's yeah, it's, yeah. it's horrifying. I think, yeah, overall this movie has some of the, some like very disturbing, you know, pieces of imagery uh, that, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, you know, cause a lot of horror can just kind of blend together because it's like ah slash here, a slash there, you know, what's the difference, but like, this yeah. is something unique and, and odd. Um, that it definitely stands out mm-hmm. for sure um what's your favorite kill in the the 2005 version um i mean i i guess it has to go to um to paris hilton right <laughs> it's something it's something pretty unique i i forget exactly mm-hmm. but i i just remember like oh oh and it's not a kill but let me just mention this real quick i remember and it's always such like a like one of the most cringe inducing things for me is like when Elisha has her Alicia has her finger through the grate and yeah. it's just like that cut of off the mm-hmm. of the fingertip like that stuff almost like makes me squirm way more. <laughs> but but, you know, Paris Hilton getting chased through this garage sequence and like try, you know, there's a few times where you're like, oh, maybe she'll get out of here. Maybe she's going to hide for a little bit. She'll be OK. But. And, and the fact that this this guy has like this camera the whole time and, and it's been filming them and is literally filming her as she's like staked like into the ground. Like, right. It's so gruesome. It's <laughs> so gruesome. Oh, uh, it is. He just throws this the whatever metal rod or spear Spike or whatever or and it goes yeah. through the car window and goes through <laughs> her head and she kind of like slides down it a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. man. It that slide down like, you know, it's not bad enough. Somebody's just impaled completely, but but then ha- like push her down or slide down like that is uh, that's a, a whole nother level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, he, yep. He just pushes it with his with his boot, right? Oh, <laughs> while he's filming it, gross. Uh, oh, and don't uh, they, they I take hope home... everybody realizes this is like a rated R version of this podcast, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that the best part about that video is like yeah at the end of the movie they're like oh i snuck out this videotape i wonder i wonder what's on here and like the kids like take it home or whatever and i'm like you guys are gonna completely regret taking that tape home like mm-hmm. there's nothing yep. you're not gonna find anything good on there like <laughs> you know yep yep and for sure <laughs> uh, i don't know i still so paris is great but i'm still like the Wade, which is uh, Jared Padalecki's character, seeing what he went through, it still sure. gets me. Just turning into wax, and then when the power saw comes and cuts half of his face off, the lower half of his face, and you see his eyes, and like he's kind of screaming beneath the wax, and then everything burns around him. <laughs> like, what a way to go. <sighs> yeah, yeah. That's very traumatic. I, I think like the original had that boiling pot of of wax right mm-hmm. where like that yeah. was like the that was like as far as they went to, to kind of show like anything that would have happened and i think yeah he fell into it at the end yeah uh, spoilers, i guess but like but nothing like and actually yeah there was a bit in in the original where 
um, it was like that table with all the the sprays. I think that was right. like another nice homage, right? Like, mm-hmm. but like this one, like covers them completely, and it's yeah, I I can't. It's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, agreed. In in the original, I don't remember if they show anybody get sprayed. I think it's more the illusion of it. I, I can't recall, but yeah, at the very end when he falls into the yeah, wax, the, they pull know. the last girl away, so nothing you know nothing happens to her. Mm-hmm. She's passed out on the table because she knocked his mask off and then fainted when she saw his face, <laughs> his burnt face. Yeah. So he put her on the which, table to turn her into another statue. Yeah, which I'm assuming I would probably faint as well. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The two guys, the two brothers, Bo and Vincent, they're the two killers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed, I don't know, it seems odd. I don't get their motivation other than the fact that they were like abused, right, as kids. But I just don't understand why Um, other than to make it a cool movie yeah i don't know does it have to do with the fact that like their town it it, it was mostly due to like the the highway or something right that was just like like they just bypassed them um and then like like their town became forgotten and i guess there's like a little bit of like you know revenge and all that like anybody that you know falls off the highway and comes towards them is like, you know, is a bad person and, 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 and somebody deserves, you know, what's coming to them. And I I don't know, I guess, I guess that's part of it, but it's like, it's like, imagine if cars, the movie went bad, you know, (laughs) (laughs) cause it's like the same thing. It's like literally the same looking town, right? Like you just Mm -hmm. throw some like neon lights and stuff on it. It looks exactly the same. Radiator Springs. Um. <laughs> yep, yep, you're exactly right. It's just uh, Doc Hudson yeah. just starts murdering people. Yeah, and Doc, yeah, Doc's little museum that he has for himself is the House mm-hmm. of Wax, and yeah, and, and it, it all makes Mater, sense. Mater's obviously the Vincent character who just goes around killing people <laughs> with his with his hook, with his tow hook, and and yeah, Doc's the mastermind. We stumbled onto something here. I, I don't. I, I I don't like it. I definitely don't no. like it, and I hate the fact that I just brought this up because now I'm never gonna <laughs> see it any other way. Yeah. <sighs> Why? What's What's uh, interesting though that they never paid off, and I was really hoping for at the end to jump all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. The police come and they save Carly and Nick. Um, and when they're leaving town, the police tell them that there was a third sibling and they see (laughs) him waving goodbye, but then the movie just ends and we never got a house of wax too, where Lester was the, the villain, but it seemed like they were setting it up. Yeah. I I didn't. Yeah. I I guess that's what they were trying to do. Right. If it just, you know, hindsight, it's like, it's very strange. It's a very Mm -hmm. strange ending now, just, you know, because we don't have anything to follow this up. I, I don't know if that was their intention or not, but, um, but it feels weird, but I, I kind of get the sense that like, based off of the movie that we see that like, he's, he might just be the good brother. I, I don't know. Like, yeah. cause, cause I, I legitimately like felt bad for him um, in that, in that beginning sequence when they're, he's driving, he's driving them. But like, at the same time, he is driving them to the town where he definitely knows that like, 
right you know bad stuff is probably happening there but like i don't know i still felt bad for him because he he brought up a good point it's like really just because i am who i am you assume that i'm a bad guy and and i'm not gonna it's literally right there all i gotta do is just drive you right through here nothing bad's gonna happen but yeah i guess uh he was just very like cavalier about the fact that he's like, "Hey guys, I'm right here. I'm also <laughs> yep. bad guy too." And you're like, uh, "Like, uh, okay, like, is that how we're gonna end? Nobody's gonna tell. Like, nope. that's probably the guy right there." Yep. Um, he's the one who brings everybody into town. He cuts their their different yeah. car brake lines or or radiator strips or whatever it is, fan belts, and forces them to go to town so his brothers can kill him. I guess so. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, it just it seemed like he was legitimate for a bit, but it's still up in the air for me. But mm-hmm. I guess like, um, you know, the fact that he does kind of bring people there kind of makes him bad, I guess, overall, because unless he's just super like naive about the whole thing, like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening up there on that hill. <laughs> Good accent. Perfect. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Is there anything <laughs> else about the original that you'd want to talk through or, or even the way original, the mystery of the wax museum, if you've seen it. Um, I've, I've kind of breezed through it, but I was like, well, this definitely just seems like, like the other one. It seems exactly the same. So like, I didn't give it too much time, but, but you know, like I said before, I think the, the original one, uh, or the original house of wax at least was, you know, a very, very good movie. And I, I I definitely dug into that a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. um, and I liked, I liked how like the, the nighttime sequences were shot and stuff like that. I thought it was pretty creepy um, with him kind of like being like being this monster that kind of roams through the streets and, and uh, you know, uh, skips around because he's got a, he's got like a walking issue and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. like, I, I, yeah, I thought it was pretty creepy looking in that sense, but overall it was like, it is kind of like an older horror film where it's like, it's not too scary. It's not too anything. It's just like, Hey, we can just throw this on. Nothing really exactly. all that bad yeah. about it. You know, it's more so for the acting at this yeah. point, you know, because nothing's really going to scare you, but it's watching Vincent price in his element. Yeah. He looks super cool. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it is, he's just like at his peak right there. I feel yeah. like he looks awesome. Yeah. And, and it, it's just like, it's a great role. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it exists. Yep, me too. And and that it's uh, different. Then that it's different than this one because right. You know, this one the the new one is very stylized and like the 2000s and everything, but that you know, that one feels very very different. Um something that I think is pretty cool about the 1953 version is that they also paid homage to the original because the main character in the original from yeah. 1933's last name is Igor and <laughs> Vincent Price's characters like right hand man is a mute guy named igor <laughs> yeah i did notice that. Igor, I like, oh, igor. There, there we go there it is it, there's the uh the you know the, the homage right there mm-hmm. yep and they also have like a marie antoinette that they're mm-hmm. yep. hiding people in and that's one of the big things and this is in the 1953 is he was going to make the last woman that was on the table at the very end into marie antoinette yeah, that I remember that kind of confusing me because it was like she looked like her already, but mm-hmm. was he was making her into her again? I guess because she was like the perfect version of it. I don't know. Yep, yep, exactly. And he's gonna 
basically make her a living Marie Antoinette wax figure, but then do the real beheading, which is kind of macabre uh, for that movie. Yeah. For 1953. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's funny because how drastically his character changes, you know, because in the beginning of the movie, he says something like, Oh, I, I'm not into, you know, murdering people or something like that. Like I, he said something along those lines and, and then all of a sudden he definitely is. And he's, yep. he's, he's totally fine with it. Um, well, so when, it's a big when you're traumatically burned up in a fire by your business partner, things change. Yeah. But like, okay, just, just off the business partner, <laughs> he goes down the rabbit hole and he just doesn't sure care. Does. <laughs> everybody, everybody that looks at him in the wrong way in his wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a, uh, it's really good though. I, I I dug that one a lot. So I guess you know, wrapping this up, Brad, is there anything about the new 2005 version House of Wax that ruined your childhood? Well, no. I, I you know, in the way that I would look at it, the opposite direction because I I think I saw this one first, mm-hmm. uh, the 2005 one. So how would that work? Would I be ruined? Did 1953 so my chi- ruin your childhood? So my childhood, yeah, did 1953 ruin my childhood? I think it's possible. Like, no, but it didn't. I, I Like I said, I appreciate both of them for the different movies that they are. You know, basically, there's wax involved and maybe some people in wax and the name. And that's about it. Like, everything else is so drastically different that there's, like, really no reason that either one, I don't think, you know, should ruin anything but you know maybe maybe if you're in 1953 maybe your childhood was ruined from maybe. you know from the 19 whatever 33 run uh you know uh mm-hmm. that would be you'd have to find one of those people maybe ask yeah. them that'll be that'll be difficult now but i'll, I'll try i'll try <laughs> um you know i for me same kind of thing except i did see the original yeah or i shouldn't say original i saw the 1953 house of wax first and it was during a time where I was just, like I said, into Vincent Price. I just wanted to watch Vincent Price movies. And with that, I was also really into everybody during that time, like Karloff and Lugosi. Lugosi. Um, and of course, Abbott and Costello, all those movies where they meet Frankenstein. And you know, there's just yeah. <laughs> all these great, great actor, actors and actresses in them. Um, I was really into that for a while. And... So when this came out, I was like, oh, they're redoing House of Wax. I wonder who's going to play the Vincent Price character. I wonder what it's going to be like. Is it going to be the same? And when I saw it in the theater, of course, it didn't ruin it because it was so different. It felt like a completely different movie in a good way. And yeah. so I was I was really excited. Like you kind of said, it's good to have both versions. Oh, definitely. I, you know, you're expecting something different right in that time period you're expecting something a little bit more brutal like like you're saying horror Mm -hmm. was was going pretty wild at that point in time so it's like um you know you're expecting what this 2005 one gave you but i I bet i bet there would probably be a lot of people that maybe are disappointed with this one because it is like it's very like you know the hot teens at the moment and like you know Mm -hmm. the, the just that predictable kind of storyline and everything it's just maybe it's maybe it's not somebody's cup of tea but but i think i think it's i think it gets a a little like um um you know it's kind of going through like a little renaissance i do see a lot of people like talking about it now and and really saying how good it is and i I agree yeah yeah right there with you 
Um, all right. So I think, you know, this is a pretty quick episode to talk about House of Wax, but I appreciate you coming on for our first of the October spooky kind of movies that we'll talk about. Um, so thanks for joining. Where can people find you? Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime, man. I, I always love, uh, love comparing things. And uh, I want, you know, next time you got to get me for like one that I'm like, no, it definitely ruined my childhood. Because so far I've been like three for, well, I guess we didn't really do it on the last one, did we? I don't, no, I think I mean, we just we talked about know, like we, zombie movies. And yeah, that's right. We did ruin zombie of, yeah. movies for us. <laughs> no, and no, it didn't. So yeah, I'm three for three on no 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 ruining of my childhood so okay. can we ruin it for once maybe sure yeah, um, let's work on that <laughs> i don't know i feel like i'm pretty like easygoing with so many films that it, i don't know if that's even possible but we'll, we'll see mm-hmm. um but if you want to find out more um i'm uh, at brad jost on twitter you can find me there or on the jurassic park podcast i'm there every week um and uh grim grinning hosts i'm on that uh we have some halloween stuff coming up so so definitely check that out i will have a halloween episode of of the jurassic park podcast as well so check that out oh that's exciting. halloween yeah yeah we do one every year and and they're always super fun they're like there's like different skits and 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 fun just little you know things segments that we put together so um and then i'm cool. also on the force cast live every other thursday night so i'm all over the place apparently yeah too many that's places. that's so fun the force cast stuff that's awesome yeah yeah i have a good time with that good very cool well so for me everybody can find me at Fildimo, f-i-l-d-i-m-o on twitter instagram and tiktok and you can follow the show at podcast ruined on instagram and twitter and with that everybody i want to thank brad for joining us one more time and I hope that our look back at House of Wax 2005, House of Wax 1953, and um, what was it called? Murders in the Wax House? <laughs> mystery, mystery, of- mystery of the Wax House. <laughs> wax, wax Museum. Mystery of the Wax Museum. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. That one from 1933. Only murderers in the wax building. Yeah. <laughs> we hope that these look backs at all these movies didn't ruin anybody's childhood. Could it be I've misunderstood? This podcast ruined my childhood. It was really exciting for this to be my first big movie. You know, I'm so proud of it. My mom was like, oh, that was really weird seeing my daughter, like, killed, but she liked it overall. Alicia's really funny. I love her. We really bonded because we were the only girls in the movie. Yeah, it is exciting. I, I like FHM, so it's nice. Thanks for voting for me. It's hot. I love it. I love Superman Returns. Okay, good. Me too. <laughs> I feel like I'm like the only one. Who, yeah, okay, good. Nope, I'm right there um, with you. Yeah, I love that movie. I mean, I don't love the Lois Kate Bosworth. Sure. Yeah. I don't love her as Lois, but everything else, like Brandon Routh, is perfect. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, I'll let you go. I'm, we're on way too long. You have way too many things to do with how packed your schedule is. So I, again, <laughs> appreciate you being here. Um, yeah, man. I, I hope you have a great night and we, I'm sure I will text you some ridiculous thing tomorrow. <laughs> Sounds good, man.